Hello. Isn't Johnny great at leading worship? Um, I, I'll be honest with you, I don't know how he does it because um, he uh, he's leading worship to a camera and when I lead worship, I need that feedback and that comeback of, of I, I'm listening to the Lord, yes, but I'm sort of listening to the Lord and seeing what he's doing through the people I'm leading and how Johnny does that uh, so amazingly well um, is, is, well, it's a gift. It's an absolute gift. So, uh, Johnny, bless you, uh, and may the Lord encourage you as well as you continue to bless us through um, your worship gift and bless us through the writing of songs. And uh, Guys, pray for Johnny and Alice in lockdown. They, without them, these services would not happen, so they're working so, so hard. Um, I'm looking at myself thinking that's a bit bright. Is that better if I put you there? That's a lot better, isn't it? That's a lot better. So we'll have you there instead. There's still a bit of sun coming off me, but uh, hey, so what? Um, I was also aware, that watching myself last Sunday on Easter Day, uh, about touching my hair and fiddling with my hair and touching my beard. And so um, you're not supposed to touch your face. I've got clean hands. Um, I can't show you the uh, um, the stuff I'm uh, the anti uh, back stuff I've got, but I've got clean hands, so uh, I, I am safe. I promise. Um, we're going to be looking at John chapter five, and we're going to read from verses uh, sixteen to thirty. John chapter five and verses sixteen to thirty. Uh, you can follow using the app if you press the uh, the Bible button at the bottom. Um, you can do that, and it's uh, you can follow in the NIV, which is what we're going to be reading from here. So John chapter 5, beginning to read at verse 16. So, because Jesus was doing these things on the Sabbath, the Jews persecuted him. Jesus said to them, My father's always at work. Uh, to this very day and I too am working for this reason the Jews tried all the harder to kill him weird isn't it uh, yeah uh, not only was he breaking the Sabbath but he was even calling God his own father making himself equal with God Jesus gave them this answer I tell you the truth the son can do nothing by himself he can do only what he sees the father doing because whatever the father does the son also does for the father loves the son and shows him all that he does yes to your amazement he will show him even greater things than these for just as the father raises the dead and gives them life even so the son gives life to whom he is pleased to give it moreover the father judges no one but has entrusted all judgment to the son that all may honour the Son just as they honour the Father. He who does not honour the Son does not honour the Father who sent him. I tell you the truth, whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and will not be condemned. He has crossed over from death to life. I tell you the truth, a time is coming and now has come when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear will live. 
For as the Father has life in himself, so he has granted the Son to have life in himself. And he has given him authority to judge, because he is the Son of Man. Do not be amazed at this, for a time is coming when all who are in their graves will hear his voice and come out. And those who have done good will rise to, to live, and those who have done evil will rise to be condemned. By myself I can do nothing. I judge only as I hear, and my judgment is just, for I seek not to please myself, but him who sent me. Well, this passage is, uh, again, I think I'm tired of saying this in the daily Bible readings on Sunday when I'm preaching. These, these passages are amazing. They speak to us. And I just want to take us through three things I want, want us to see. Firstly, I want us to see the religious spirit at work and make sure we don't fall into that. Then I want us to see the reality of Jesus and the fact that he is life. And then see the truth of one of the verses in there. It's a key verse for us and it always bears going back to. You think I've changed? No, you think I've changed uh, my... No, I've got the same pot. I'm still drinking my tea. So, I have got a fresh cup of tea though. In verse 16 in uh, chapter 5 here, we see Jesus doing things on the Sabbath and the Jews persecute him. The religious spirit always says that doing things right is better than doing the right things. This manifests in so many different ways. It manifests, it, they, people get upset because, do you want an example of the religious spirit? Because we're not Anglican enough. Anglican enough. We don't use enough liturgy. Well, that's a religious spirit at work. I'm sorry. There's nothing wrong with the liturgy. It is an expression of worship. But if it becomes the liturgy first and worship second, then we're in trouble. Or we're singing the wrong tune to that hymn. Oh, I had to deal with that many times because there's certain tunes to certain hymns I just don't like. But you know what? It doesn't matter. And I had to get over myself. Or we're singing in the wrong key. You know, John T and Johnny and they sing too high. We got to sing low. We got to sing. Do you know what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We just sing. We just bring our worship to the Lord. Or we're singing the wrong songs. Or why didn't we sing that song? I wouldn't have sung it that fast. Or I wouldn't have sung it like that. Or why did they make the banner like that? Or why do we have a cracked vessel for communion? It looks so ropey. Do you know what? It doesn't. It's actually making a point about the fact that God takes that which is broken and restores it and makes it beautiful. The religious spirit is all about doing things right rather than doing the right things. Now, we've got to do the best we can. Of course we have, but... And the religious spirit here in the Pharisees comes out again and again and again. Jesus blesses them. He says, my father's at work and always has been and so am I. Great! No, they're offended. They're offended because what they hear, they don't hear blessing, they hear blasphemy. The religious spirit is there. The religious spirit takes offence so easily. The religious spirit says, that must be wrong, this must be wrong, it's the wrong thing said, it's the wrong thing done. It's not, actually. These guys are so closed in their thinking, and we have it. We could be so closed in our doctrine and so closed in our what we think is uh, biblical thinking, but actually it's not. We've been affected by the people who taught us, uh, and we're closed and we're closed and we're closed and we're closed. And look, suddenly as it closes in, we go blind and we're struck mute and we go blind and we can't see the truth. 
Well, let the Bible teach us, the Word of God teach us. What, what does the Word say, not what does our doctrine say? These guys hear blasphemy. My father's at work. My father, how dare you? They couldn't call God Father in that way. He was the Lord Almighty, El Shaddai, El El Onyes, Adonai, and all the rest. But we call him Father. We've got no problems calling him Abba because Jesus told us to. Because we've broken through that legalistic view. But we've got our own. So first, let's see the religious spirit. Guys, religious spirit tends to land on people who hang around church. That's not me. Well, let's put it another way. It's not just me. It's you lot as well. We hang around church. We do things. We like the way things are done. Or oh, I like the way Beth will do it, but I don't like the way New Frontiers do it. Rubbish. Who cares? You know, let's do it Jesus way. Oh, St. Landers are better do it than... No, please, none of that religious pride. Or, do you know what? St. Leonard shouldn't do it that way. We should do it the way that so-and-so do it. These national organisations. Do it the way Tear Fund do it. We should do it the way The Vineyard does it. We should do it the way 24-7 Prayer does it. We should do it whatever way it is. No. Do you know what? I'm going to pray. I'm going to worship. We're going to teach. We're going to do, and we're going to do it led by the Spirit. We're going to do it led by the Spirit. And we'll see that in a moment. Because the next verse, I'm just going to leave for a moment. Let's just jump into 20 to 27. It tells us here so clearly about Jesus so clearly uh, it says that the father speaks to Jesus and shows him all that he does and and will show him even greater things than these do you recognize that phrase it's coming going to come again in John 14 you will do the things I've been doing and you will do even greater things Jesus is saying the father will show him even greater things than these the father raises the dead and gives them life the son gives them life it's amazing he's given Jesus authority he's given us Jesus the authority to judge he's made Jesus to have life in himself I tell you whoever hears my word and believes who sent me has eternal life this is such authority it's it's really challenging to the Jewish authorities but Jesus is saying the one who if you believe in my words Jesus's words you have eternal life you will not be condemned you've crossed over from death to life guys if you've been born again if you have taken the word of Jesus seriously if you said yes Lord I'm sorry I for, Lord, forgive me for my sins and my past I turn to you and I embrace you would you come and live in me if you're born again of the Holy Spirit then there is no condemnation and you have crossed over from death to life and it's because of the words of Jesus it's because of the actions of Jesus it's because of the reality of Jesus so if we want to see the religious spirit and get rid of that we want to see the reality of Jesus and embrace that embrace his authority embrace the fact that he is the one who can judge embrace the fact that he brings life and this this he says for as the father has life in himself so he has granted the son to have life in himself and he's given him authority to judge because he is he is the son of man and back in verse 20 23 uh, moreover verse 22 moreover the father judges no one but he has entrusted all judgment to the son that all may honor the son just as they honor the father he who does not honor the son does not honor the father who sent him Again, this is reality. Jesus is the only name under heaven by which we can be saved. We can't say, well, I honour God, but I don't know about Jesus. That's not what it says. If you don't honour the Son, you don't honour the Father. 
If you don't believe in the Son, you've not come to that point of believing in God. <coughs> so, that's why Jesus says to Peter, who do they say I am? In uh, Matthew and Mark's Gospel. Luke as well. Ah, he asks the question, who, who do you say I am? And that's what matters. Who do we say Jesus is? The reality of Jesus. He is Messiah. He is the Son of God. He is God himself. He is the one that carries life. He is the one that has all authority to judge. There is no access to the Father without Jesus. We can't say all religions are one. We can't say all faiths are one. That all concepts of God are the same. It's the uniqueness of Jesus that makes Christianity different. So, we don't want the religion that says we've got to do things right rather than do the right things. We want Jesus because the reality of him is that he is life and we can move from death to life if we believe in his words. And then verse, uh, chapter 5 and verse 19. This is the key verse, I believe, in the whole of this section. Chapter 5 and verse 19. It says, Jesus said, I tell you the truth, the Son can do nothing by himself he can only do what he sees the Father doing, because whatever the Father does, the Son do does also. In the message it says, Jesus explained, I'm telling you straight, the Son can't independently do a thing, only what he sees the Father doing. What the Father does, the Son does. The Father loves the Son and includes him in everything he is doing. Guys, this is such an important thing. Do you remember that uh, a long time ago now, there was this uh, trend for wearing um, the rubber uh, bracelet things, the WWJD, you've got that WWJD, uh, what would Jesus do? What would Jesus do? What would, it's a simple answer, what would Jesus do? Jesus would see what he saw the Father doing. He'd, he'd say, ask the Father and talk to the Father and say, what, what, are, you, what are we doing together today, Father? Uh, and actually, where is Jesus now? Yeah, he's in me. There's that question again. So Jesus in me, what would Jesus in me do? What would I do? I would do what Jesus would do, and Jesus would do what the Father was doing. So even more so, we need to say, Lord, what are you doing? Father, what are you doing? What are you about? What do you want me to be involved in? Who do you want me to speak to? What do you want me to do today? Even if we've got work, when we get back to that situation, even if we've got... Uh, we're going out, we're traveling, if we're in school, where, wherever we are. What do you want me to do, Lord? Guys, see the re religious spirit and reject it. See the reality of Jesus and embrace him, the truth that he is life. And see the truth of this verse in verse 19 of chapter 5. If Jesus only does what he sees the Father doing, then we are the same. How do we see? Are we going to see the religious spirit, see the reality of Jesus and see the truth? Well, how do we see? First, we've got to stop. You've been stopping this last couple of weeks? I know a lot of us have been still been working and working from home. Uh, and it's not that everybody stopped work. And I appreciate so many of you are working from home. But so many of us have, have been inside or stuck inside. Many, many people have been told they need to stay inside. Uh, I haven't even had the chance to wander out to the shops or anything like that. We've had a chance to stop. Can I encourage you, to, if we want to see what Jesus, what the Father is doing, if we want to see the reality of Jesus, first stop. Second, look. I sent something round 
on Facebook this week. And it, to all intents and purposes, it looks like what's behind my head. It just looks like bookshelves with a number of books on it. But actually, if you look closely at the um, title of each book, it's spelt out a message. And it doesn't, you can't see it. It looks very colourful and very pretty, but you can't see the message unless you stop and you look carefully. Uh, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was stop doing this, stop doing that, and stay inside and save lives. It was it was basically the message that we that is um, around to help us uh, cope and survive through uh, the the coronavirus. And we need to take that message seriously, guys. We need to take that message, but let's not fear. Stop, look, and listen. Sounds like I'm going in for the Green Cross code, doesn't I? Well, I'm going. See, I'm going to the Jesus Cross code if you want. We've got to go there. Uh, we've got to stop, look, and listen. Let's look and see what the Father is doing. Let's listen to his voice. We've taught on that. We know. And then, Lord, what does that mean? Help me understand. Stop, look, listen, and understand. And then speak it out. Lord, this is what I hear. I'm going to speak it. Even if you're your own, speak it out. Because when you speak something out, it becomes more real. If you can share it with somebody, somebody in your house, or somebody on um email or somebody on whatsapp or somebody on a zoom or a skype or a, a whatsapp video just share stop look listen understand speak it out and then do it if you've got revelation do it i only do what i see the father doing i i don't sit and or i see the father doing it and i'm going to applaud i'm going to watch it and isn't it great or I'm going to see what the Father's doing and I'll let Laurie and the team do it and I'll stand... No, actually, we're in this together, guys. So, stop, look, listen, understand, speak it out and do it. Be obedient to the voice of the Lord. That's 519. If we want to do what Jesus does, we want to do only what we see the Father doing, then stop, look, listen, understand, speak and obey. Then... We won't fall into this religious spirit stuff. We won't, uh, and we will see the reality of Jesus. I want to. I want to see Jesus right at the core. We begin to see so much more, so much of this coming. You've had a series of revelation uh, of prophetic words that have come from from me, from Di, but from a load of other people in the parish as well and it's fantastic we're hearing God speak and one that struck me there we, we need to wake up wake up to what Je God is doing in the midst of this wake up to what Jesus is saying to us and I believe he's saying shed the religious spirit get rid of that see the reality of life in him and listen listen to what he's doing and get on and do it guys we're going to have a moment right now I'm going to ask, I'm going to bind everything up and I'll ask the Lord to speak to us. I'm going to ask him to give you a word for yourself. For you personally. Oh, but it's really hard to hear for myself. Well, here's a chance to practice. I want, I'm going to ask for him to give you a word for yourself and then a word for someone else. Maybe the person you're watching with or maybe somebody in your home group or somebody in the fellowship or maybe a neighbour or someone you don't even know is watching this and the idea then is to share it with those people. So let's just take a moment and let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for the reality of Jesus. Lord, we shake off from that religious spirit. We don't want to be the people that are worried about doing things right. Lord, we want to do the right things. So we come, Lord, and we want to hear your voice this morning. So I take authority as the rector 
over this parish, take authority over um, every demonic scheme that would stop us hearing, every spirit of fear, unbelief, doubt and confusion. Um, I bind up our flesh. I bind up every spirit coming against us. I bind up flesh, our fleshly imagination and rational thinking. But Lord, by your spirit, come use every part of our imagination, every part of our rational thought, every bit of our knowledge of scripture. And Lord, would you speak to us now? you give each one of us a word for ourselves speak we ask Lord for a couple of people who might be struggling I think the Lord wants you to hear um, these verses, I'm just trying to find them now this is in Daniel 2 um, Daniel chapter 2 verse 22 um, he, God, reveals the deep and secret things he knows what's in the darkness and the light dwells with him I think he just wants a couple of people to know that it, it's okay what's hidden is okay. The Lord sees it. He knows what says. Just saying to you, bring it out, and all will be well. And the cry of David's heart, the cry of David's heart. Will you not revive us? <coughs> will you not revive us? David calls. Psalm eighty-five. David is crying out for the mercy of God to sweep across the land. Will you not revive us, he says. Now guys, will you listen for a word for somebody else? Lord, would you speak to us for a person we're sitting with, the person that we can share with, the person next door? Uh, Lord, would you show us who it's for as well? Lord, would you bring a person to mind? And now would you speak to us for, uh, for them? <coughs> guys, the best thing here, of course, is to write these down. So you don't forget, even if it's a scripture reference, draw a picture, whatever it is. you Lord thank you Lord for speaking to us Lord as we share these words would you endue them with power would you endue them with love and grace and Lord may they be a word in season to those that receive them in Jesus name I think maybe we should go into some worship now Johnny if that's okay we'll go into some worship and uh, I'll be back to uh, to pray and to close the um, 
the service uh, um, after this time of worship.